This podcast is part of the Weekly Regular Podcast Network. Find podcasts like this and more at weeklyregular.com. This episode of Weekly Regular is brought to you by... Backline Creative. What is Backline Creative, Brandon? Backline Creative is my uh, little side hustle. Uh, don't be modest, please. Um, Tell me what it, it is. It is a giant mega corporation. Multinational, global <laughs> conglomerate of... Keep going. Uh, well, the full name is Backline Creative Global Corp. Actually, uh, I believe the full name that you'll find in like the on Wall Street is Backline Creative Global Court Corp. Excuse me, uh, Verizon Chipotle Exxon. <laughs> Verizon Chipotle Exxon uh, solu- business solutions. Yeah, we're your everything. That's the sol- that's the slogan, right? <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, what it is is uh, I do. Uh, web design and copywriting and social media stuff and whatever um everything that that now goes what is with copywriting copywriting is coming up with uh the words that are written places see that's a confusing title because to yeah. copyright something is to like to trademark something right so the difference is the w if you copyright something with an r you're copywriting the right to own that thing right but if you are copywriting with a w then you are writing. Gotcha. You're writing. Copy. Do you do both? Um, I do both. Uh, I copyright my copyrights. Yeah, man, this is this is too, several layers too far away from what <laughs> of my understanding. So keep going. Anyway, uh, yes. So I on the side, in addition to doing music stuff, um, I have uh, you like you would think they would just come up with a different word. Copywriting? Yeah, like, so copywriting, okay, well, well, that's like the trademark one. And then we have text writer. But I write text the text writer? I write the text on the website. That would, would you like it if someone called you Asan the button pusher? No, because a DJ is much more than that. A copywriter is not much more than a text writer. <laughs> well, yeah, you are, no, in the same way, in the same way that you're pushing buttons. And there's way more to it than that. But literally... All you're doing is pushing buttons. No, because I'm also constructing a, a set list. I'm not just pushing random buttons at you know, on a whim. Yes, I know. I, I, in the same way that a text writer is okay, not then, just pushing okay, random buttons. Okay, what about content writer? Con- I, I really don't like the... This is my own personal pet peeve. I don't like the term content. Well, that's what we're all here to do. This pushing, out is, that, <laughs> pushing out that content. <laughs> this ad is going on way too long. <laughs> but uh, no, just content. I uh, I just think... Is it it cheapens it like hmm. it, it no, has to be no, something? Cotton is what you're thinking of. <laughs> the fabric of our lives. Yes. No, you're thinking of beef. It's what's for dinner. No, EA Sports. It's in the game. Is what you're <laughs> it's thinking in the of. Game. <laughs> That's what you're thinking of. Um, EA Sports. It's in the game. It's in the game. <laughs> uh. Uh, EA Sports, no DL Hughley's. Are you thinking of? <laughs> no SE Cup. Is what, what you're thinking about. She's a like a political pundit on MSNBC, or it's one of those the the, the left leaning ones. No, you're thinking of the thing when you're a kid and you're like, hey, uh, can you spell I Cup? <laughs> you know that thing? Yeah, I C U P. Yeah. Oh, gross, dude. <laughs> um, this ad is going off the rails. No, UCB <laughs> is what you're thinking of. Uh, no, a UTI is what you're thinking of. No, 1-800-DIAL-UEI is what you're thinking of. What is that? The It's like a trade school. It's 
they they have commercials on TV, like local Southern oh. California TV and stuff. One eight hundred call UEI. So if you're from like <laughs> Los Angeles, you might have heard oh, that before. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a ITT Technical Institute? Yeah. Okay. So there's ITT then. Tech. There's a uh, Devry. Devry. Yeah. University of Phoenix. Yeah. <laughs> University of Phoenix. Grand Canyon University, which is like the Christian University come, of Phoenix. How come Arizona has a bunch of online? Because I think I think you is know it like what a it tax is? haven or something. Well, one, yes, they have very loose tax laws, and I think also because it's the middle of the desert, there's a lot of open <laughs> uh, space for big like network servers. So I think that's why a lot of online university or universities are housed there because they can build these giant server rooms in the middle of nowhere. Whereas like in LA, there's no room to do that or like New York or whatever. What's funny though, is that University of, of Phoenix is, is it all online or is it? There are some like satellite, like annex campuses, but there's no like, there's no main campus of University of Phoenix. There's no, <laughs> well, like, I was going to say, if you're primarily online, you could just be the world university. That's true. And have no physical I'm sure location. there will be soon. I'm sure there'll be Wish, like... You know what? Actually, this episode of The Weekly Regular is brought to you by The World University. <laughs> the university that Son and I just started. Yeah. Cool. I'm into it. Um, anyway, if you want me to copyright uh, either the name or copyright some copy for the uh, our new university... I will have you do none of the let, such, sir. <laughs> Let's get into the show. Let's go. Welcome to another episode of the Weekly Regular. But my name is Brandon. And my name is Asan. Almost how, jumped the gun there. How are you, Brandon? Uh, I'm pretty good. I'm getting a little bit sick, so my voice is a little bit lower. Oh, now you're going you're gonna to taste of my medicine. Now you're talking my language, bacteria. Mm. Now Have you're talking you, my you language, coronavirus. Huh? Oh, yeah. You just got over being sick and yeah. you lost your voice. Yeah, that was really rough. All right, so, so I, have you to, I have you to thank mm-hmm. for uh, getting me sick. Mm-hmm. Thanks a lot. No, Elizabeth Banks. Is what you're thinking of. From what? I have you to thank. Okay. <laughs> That's kind of a stretch, but... No, sounds I'll like it's part of it. I'll allow it. Come on, man. You know the rules. Um, speaking of the coronavirus, uh-huh. um, I'm going to... Uh, a roundabout thing, and then we're going to circle back. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been on a cruise ship? Mm, not one that was like... I've only been on a docked cruise ship. So... Because oh, I'm a musician. Okay. Uh, gotcha. <laughs> the Queen Mary, then? Yeah. It was? Okay. Good, got yeah. It. <laughs> yeah, same here. Um, do you have any interest... Now you're talking my language, Long Beach. <laughs> <laughs> do you have any interest in ever going on a cruise ship? Uh, n- not really. The press... On- Every time I hear about a cruise ship in uh, in the news, it's either sinking or everyone has diarrhea. Yes. The cruise- <laughs> or both. <laughs> cruise ship PR has not been good in the past like 10 years. Speaking of which, we you and I have a mutual friend that is uh, uh, like a... I won't say which company, but she is an actress, and she's in several ads for a cruise ship company. Who is this? Uh, Rachel Marsh. Oh, no. We're not friends. That's oh, the, that's, uh, gotcha. You that's guys are sworn, sworn yes. enemies. <laughs> yes. She's my nemesis. Never the twain shall meet. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, she but, does ads for a, uh, a, a well-known cruise company, mm. and she actually said she was treated very well. Like, the, the way they shoot those ads is well, yeah, crazy, Yeah, because they though. don't shoot it on the ship. No, <laughs> they do. They do? They do. And that Out was in cr- the ocean? Yes, that was a crazy thing. So what she said was the way they shoot the ads, because they need to get... It's cheaper to just put you on the cruise ship and take you out rather than do a bunch of CGI and do all that, apparently. 
Really? Uh, apparently. Okay. So uh, basically what they do for the commercials is they take the actors and the crew and stuff out on like a week or two week long trip. And they're shooting because they, basically they're shooting an entire ad campaign over those two weeks. So they're shooting probably a year or two's worth of commercials. And so it's over a content cruise. Yes. It, they're, they're pushing out major content <laughs> on that cruise. So like, but so as an actress or a crew member, part of the perks is you get to stay on this cruise ship for free and enjoy all the amenities and stuff like that. You just ha- are shooting the commercials from like 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. or something. And you're also very susceptible to getting diarrhea. Yeah. <laughs> or and maybe now, sinking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's see. And now um, this is why I pivoted to this is uh, there is a cruise ship in Japanese waters that is just circling because there's a few confirmed cases of um coronavirus on the cruise ship and and they're quarantining everyone on the cruise ship so what are they gonna do i don't know they don't have just, a plan just burn it <laughs> they're, they're just gonna fire a missile from a from a satellite <laughs> they, and take it out they might who knows yeah. um yeah so cruise ships are not doing how long well. have they been circling i think it's been at least uh, a week oh or maybe two. Oh my god yeah I would, I would just, I just end it all and jump over the side. I, I thought about that because that was a big headline this week. Is that it's just been circling, um, and that's one of the. I think that's only the second case of the coronavirus outside, second confirmed case outside of China, hmm. um, and because it's at sea. Um, but I did think about that. Like, could you just jump overboard and then I don't know. They have lifeboats nearby for sure because uh, you would not them. survive a a leap from the top of a cruise ship to the water. I'm a pretty good swimmer. I know how to no, do no, the. No, I know how to do about, the. No, I know how to do the pencil dive. So uh, it's it's way too high for that. <laughs> like the modern cruise ships, like people died jumping off the Titanic, and modern cruise ships are like five times as high as the Titanic. <clears throat> That's true. Uh, you would know this, but you haven't seen Titanic. So you know, at this point, it's kind of like wrestling. I can't see Titanic. <laughs> no, you have to see. Titanic. I either, I either, in order to keep this bit going, I either have to never see Titanic, or we have to do a gigantic episode. One would say maybe a Titanic episode. A Titanic <laughs> episode uh-huh. where we like a do live commentary. Titanic proportions of the entire movie. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. Uh, it's a it's a phenomenal movie, and the movie like is in like really defined sections so i think that would like be structurally cool like we could do like three we could do it over three episodes because it's three hours and three acts and we could yeah let's do it you just have to be committed to doing things right right. (laughs) that's which you're not known to do that is the catch um all right well let's either do it or i'll just um never watch it ever and this will be a running joke what'd you do this week um what did i do this week uh i don't have anything interesting to report great i've just been sick content i've just been uh thanks i'm going to my content um uh i'm sick right now or start i'm on the Mm -hmm. the the very beginning of getting sick the cusp the cusp thank you good good word choice e cup was her name i told you that (laughs) um um i got nothing on that um no and i've just been uh it's just been really busy and just doing a lot of stuff and playing gigs and working on Mm -hmm. copywriting with a Mm -hmm. w Mm -hmm. um and playing and teaching and doing everything that i do so all right nothing uh nothing too crazy to report what about you uh a couple things i bought a car no ee cup you said 
S E Cup. S E Cup. E E Cummins. Who you think? Cummings is uh E E Cummings last name. No, EA Sports. It's in the game. <laughs> Can't circle back, man. <laughs> to something I said. Um, um uh, you bought a car. Uh the DEA is what you're thinking of. And yes, I did. Um I bought a Subaru Impreza. Um, because I'm trying to Impreza all my friends. All my friends us. <laughs> Impreza is my friends us. <laughs> And uh, yeah, I bought it, and uh, I'm pretty excited about it. It's a good car. My car was kind of falling apart. I can tell a story about what happened to my car that made me want to for sure get a new car. Please do. (laughs) All right. So I was uh, was in Bakersfield, California. Uh, For people who don't know where that is, if you're in Los Angeles and you just head directly north, it's about two hours north of Los Angeles. It's it's the middle of nowhere. It's just like a a medium sized town. Uh, The only thing there is like a like a train station on your way to uh, San Francisco. Uh, so I was going there because, uh, 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 an artist and buddy friend of mine that, uh, I play for had a, uh, he was doing a gig up there. So it was, and it was like at a church on a Sunday morning. So the call time for the Sunday morning was like six 30 in the morning, right? Or six, maybe it was earlier. I think it was six o'clock. <clears throat> anyway, I was DJing the night before on a Saturday uh, I think night. I you were pushing buttons the night before. I was <clears throat> constructing a playlist the night before, and but physically, all you were doing was uh, pushing buttons. Got it. Continue. Um, no, ah, push it is what you're thinking of. I saw Pebble. <laughs> uh, I was DJing the night before, and uh, I was D- You know, I DJ at Barney's every week from uh, uh, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday from ten to one. Uh, come to Barney's in Pasadena. Uh, I was there DJing. Hey man, the ad section's over. Calm <laughs> I was down, DJing until right? about 1 a.m. And then it usually takes me about 20, 30 minutes to get out of there. And then I decided to drive to Bakersfield that night because oh. I'd, I'd rather get there really late at night and get some sleep and wake up in Bakersfield rather than sleep here and then wake up super early Sunday and try to drive to Bakersfield. Because what if something happened? How like, old are you? 29. Yeah. See, I'm over the 30 hump. Once you get over the 30 hump, you're going to be like... No, man, I'm going to go home, get some sleep. Mm -mm. I'll hit up Starbucks in the morning. We're going to leave at 5 a.m. No, I don't see. The reason I don't want to do that is because what if something happens to my car or something like what if like i wish is where the story's going right. all right all right all right cool 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 <laughs> what if my tire blows out on the freeway and now i'm two hours late to the gig whereas like before i could have still been on time if i left the night before right so anyway that's what i did i left and i got there and everything was smooth. always on time by uh, uh ja rules what you're thinking of but continue <laughs> don't always be my maybe the romantic comedy is what you're thinking of um so i drove to bakersfield that night everything was smooth i got to, i didn't get there till about 3 3 30 i went to sleep had to wake up at 5 30 i got a about an hour and a half worth of sleep. Um, so that that should be an undercurrent to this entire story is I'm on one and a half hours of sleep. So I wake up, I take a shower, and I um, get in my car at the hotel. And I'm in the hotel parking lot, and it's like really foggy, and I'm half asleep. And I'm like Googling oh, the address of the church, and I'm like, okay, uh, let's let's get there. And then I'm like, okay, uh, I'll just follow this little, you know, the the road out of here and uh and as i'm driving out i, I feel like my car like boom and i'm like oh that's weird i must have hit one of those like uh i have a SUV. i used to have an suv that was you know fairly high off the ground so like i you know you could roll over like one of those like parking stone parking things mm-hmm. and it's fine uh so i thought it was one of those and i was like oh, i felt bigger than normal i should like roll down my window and look and see what i just ran over 
And I looked out the window and <laughs> my car, I had driven off of not the street curb, but like the raised curb, like the, the parking lot of the hotel is at a different level than the <laughs> than the, the con- than the, the sidewalk. <laughs> and it's a good probably two and a half feet. And I had driven oh. off of that. And so I had no other choice but to just keep going because if I would have tried to go back, it would probably have been terrible. So I just kept going forward and... Uh, you know, the back side of the car came down as like the Titanic and and I just kept going. I was too tired and, and it was too early in the morning for me to really care about what was happening. I was just like, all right, I'm just going to get out of this and I'll, I'll check back in circle back around to the car after, after right. the gig. Right. So after the gig happens, I come back out to the car and, um, all things considered, there wasn't a ton of damage. Like my my back bumper was hanging like lower than usual on one side, but there was no, from what I could tell, no like damage to the undercarriage because again the car was pre- it's like a pretty high off the ground car. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, the back bumper was hanging a little to the left, and there's like a a pretty big like scrape on the on the right side of the bumper on the back. But the bumper is plastic, so I mean it's, there's no like, but it was. At that point, there were some other things going on with that car. It has like over 200,000 miles on it. Like the air conditioning thing was starting to fail. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to get a new car. <laughs> so I went to the dealership and I uh, picked out a car. And, Did you trade in your previous one? Um, no, I actually still own it. I'm going to uh, give it to somebody. Uh, Who I'm, are you going to give it to? I'm going to give it Someone to... Someone you hate? Yeah, my worst enemy. I'm going to give it to Rachel Marsh. Um, no, uh, there's, a, there's a young guy at the, the church I attend who uh, is a, a young musician at the church. I think he's like 19 or 20. Mm. And uh, he lives in Ontario, California. And the, the church is in Monrovia, California, which is like a good probably 30, 40 miles. And he rides the bus to church every week. Oh. And that's like a three-hour bus ride. <laughs> Yikes. So uh, I'm going to give it to him. I already called him and told him I was going to give it to him. So I'm going to give it to him. He'll, he'll probably get like – I'm hoping he gets a year out of the car. He, he, he might not get that much, right. but it's better than having to be on the bus for three hours for, you know, even if it helps him get on his feet, you know, I think or maybe, off his feet. Right. <laughs> Put his feet into the pedals. Right. Uh, onto and the pedals. Then the metal, and then the pedals to, to the metal. The metal yeah. yes. uh, I think maybe I'm uh, just not a very good person or something because he, him driving three or sorry, taking the bus for three hours mm-hmm. to church in the morning. I would just be like, sorry, man. I can't do it. I live far. Same thing. With but you. he loves playing the drums. Like he's uh, a musician. I know. But same thing with you doing this gig in general in Bakersfield. <laughs> I, because I said like, oh, you should leave in the morning. But then I thought about it more, and I'm like, no, I would just say, sorry, man, I can't do it. <laughs> if this was in, if this was a rando person, I would have said no. But he's like <clears throat> one of my best friend, one of my better friends. Um, uh, I don't think I've earned the right to call him my best friend because I've never done anything for him. But uh, <laughs> well, you did this gig. That's true. Uh, 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 no, broke your uh, car. No, I, I love uh, his name's Hector. I love Hector. But um, it was yeah, it was. Uh, he's a really close friend of mine, so I, I did the gig, and yeah, it cost me my car. But really, it, it just it it put the final nail in what is a cop, uh, what has been a coffin that has needed to go on the ground for a long time. And so, so instead of putting it in the ground, you're giving I, it to this other guy. Yeah, I'm burdening someone else with it. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, so I'm super excited. Um, uh, the young guy was super excited to get the car, and now I have a car that I can drive anywhere and feel safe that I'm, it's not going to explode. That's fantastic. Um, That's what I did this week. I also saw a movie. We can get into that. Wait, unless you I have, have something else. One more question about mm-hmm. your car. Are you the only black person to drive a Subaru? Um, I'm sure no, but yes. 
Because <laughs> I feel like it's mostly like outdoorsy white, white people and lesbians. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. Um, um, yeah, basically. Are you going to start like uh It was either this or a Miata. <laughs> so. And you're not going through a midlife crisis. Right. So. <laughs> In the 90s. <laughs> it's not 1995 and I'm not 50 years old and white. <laughs> You're uh, not the protagonist in a Tim Allen 90s movie. No. So I'm not Tim Allen is what you're saying. Because <laughs> he would be the protagonist in a Tim Allen movie. Unless that movie is Toy Story. Then it's... Uh, yeah, it's different. Yeah. Then it's Andy, whoever played him. I think it was Jonathan Taylor Thomas who played who, Andy. The protagonist? Yeah. Oh, the protagonist of Toy Story is not Andy. It's not? Who's no. he? Who's he, the rising action Andy? Yeah, he's just part of the... He's, he's an just accessory. A, he's just a plot device? Yeah. Don't say accessory like that movie's a crime. <laughs> he's an accessory to all of it. <laughs> He's an accomplice. He's a, yeah. Yeah, I guess Woody would be the Woody's protagonist. Woody's the protagonist. Yeah, Tom yeah. Hanks. So Toy Story is a Tom Hanks vehicle. I've never thought about it like there that. It's crazy. I'm a, I'm a fan of that. I know. When's the last time you saw that movie? You know what else movie? is a Tom Hanks vehicle? A uh, Prius. <laughs> he drives a Prius. <laughs> Does he? No, he drives a smart car, actually. He would drive a smart car. He actually might drive a Tesla now, because I know the, like the, the whole thing about him driving <clears> a smart car was like a few years ago before like Teslas were like a big thing. So he probably drives a Tesla now, but I, he used to drive a smart car because he wanted an all electric car. Runs on back guano. <laughs> Baby snow. Uh, actually cleans the air as it drives. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's what I did this week. And then I also saw a movie. If we can get into yes. that if you want. Yes. What movie did you see? I saw, well, I thought I was going to see Birds of Prey, colon, and the fantabulous. Uh, emancipation of one harley quinn but the i guess the title has changed and now it's just harley quinn colon birds of prey still too long still but too, still too long and just at least they got rid of emancipation and fantabulous and fantabulous um but i i did see birds of prey and yeah it was fine <laughs> it, it was fine uh it was very uneven in tone like it was rated r for some reason like this just seemed very weird to me. Like mm. there's an opportunity to like bring in like I, I if I'm the studio, I'm like, look, it's Margot Robbie. She has a like a very no like, Mardi Gras is what you're thinking of. <laughs> no, Kalima is what he was said when he ripped the heart out of the guy's chest. Um in Indiana Jones. Um No Wiz Khalifa is who you're thinking of. Uh Wiz Khalifa. Um Wiz Khalifa. No, cheese whiz is what you're thinking of. The whiz. <laughs> no, the wizard of Oz is what you're thinking of. Uh, the wizard of id, the um, <laughs> no, the, the wizards of Waverly Place is what you're thinking of. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I continue. Uh, uh, yeah, I, if I'm if I'm Warner Brothers, I'm like, hey, we have an opportunity because Margot Rob Margot Robbie's really likable. Um, she she's dressed like a children's character, like a sick version of a children's character. Like they have an opportunity here to grab, like to bring, uh, like I think younger teenage girls into comic book movies and like give them a way in that like typically comic books haven't given um young teenage girls. Uh, and I feel like they they totally undid that by making it an R-rated, weird kind of unnecessarily violent. And like, there's like a lot of f bombs for no reason, hmm. and it just seemed weird. And and because of that, the tone it, it's like it's almost as if they had a script for this movie that was PG thirteen, and then they were like, man, you know what? Deadpool two, Deadpool two, and the Joker made a lot of money. Let's throw some f bombs and some blood in here, 
and it just it's not it's just the tone is it's, it was weird like it's weirdly dark and violent and did some it places. match the tone of suicide squad no. i didn't see that suicide squad was much more i think even in terms of like we're just trying to get all four quadrants we're trying to just get everyone you know get hey everyone get in here type thing uh whereas uh this one was much more like it didn't know what kind of movie it wanted all to right be. suicide squad get in here <laughs> all right warner brothers executives uh get in here yeah there was definitely that that definitely happened um yeah it was just yeah it was it was yeah it was really weird like it'd be like oh this is like a buddy like a almost like a buddy cop movie between um Harley Quinn and this young girl who's like a young pickpocket. Oh, this is cool, you know, cool. And then like the next scene, Harley Quinn thinks it's really funny that she feeds a guy to her pet hyena. Oh, and you like see him eating the guy's arm. It's just like, what? Who oh, is that's this for? Really yeah, it's like if you know the yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, it was just a weirdly is the hyena voiced by Whoopi Goldberg? That would be sick. Or Cheech Marin? <laughs> That'd be great. Uh, no, it's not. It doesn't. It doesn't talk. It laughs a couple times, but for comedic effect. But or Key and Michael Key and Eric Andre in the new one. Oh man, what a we. One would think you would just get Key and Peele. <laughs> right. Well, that's what they did for Toy Story Four. I guess Jordan Peele wasn't available. Right. He was busy. Yeah, he's busy making weird movies about Winning race. Awards. <laughs> weird movies about. Race. He is. He's making another one called uh, uh, Abolition or something like that. Something like that. It's no, called Emancipation. Is that what it's called? No, I'm because so the, the fantabulous emancipation. Yes. <laughs> what did Jordan Peele's new movie was called? The fantab, the fantabulous <laughs> abolition of slavery. No, there is a. Oh no, it's called Antebellum. I think is what it's called. Lady Antebellum is the band that you're thinking of. Lady Marmalade is what you're thinking of. Um, uh, Lady in Red is a song by uh, Chris. Somebody who's I just rehearsed lady? it. It's probably Chris Stapleton. But who's that lady? By the who's Isley Brothers is what, you, is what you're thinking of. Um, but yeah. So, Birds of Prey, I give it a uh, give it a six out of ten because it wasn't horrible, but it just was like, what is who is was this it for? horrible? No, it was horrible with a W. <laughs> just kidding. No, it was great. Uh, go see it if you want. Uh, don't take your young teenage daughter. Well, I mean, it's or do I don't know. Do what you want. I don't care. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not gonna tell you the parent. Yeah, I'm not gonna tell you to raise your kids uh, unless you don't spank your kids because you definitely should spank your kids. <clears throat> you gonna spank your kid we haven't spanked him yet well he's he's a little too young. well now he's getting right into that age where like okay now now you're talking my language belt <laughs> uh how old is he he's three let's let's get into this let's well, deep dive into, get into he's this. three years old when did he turn three uh in january oh when's his birthday the 16th oh really close to my birthday my Wait, birthday's oh, the 25th. Birthday? 25th. Oh, right, because I got it wrong this year. Mm-hmm. Thanks, thanks. But off by two uh, days. But I fixed it in my account, so <laughs> never again. In my fin. In uh, my fin. Uh, you, 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 you guys had the conversation about spanking? Um, yeah, Were you spanked? I was spanked. Was but, Faith spanked? Um, I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. You never uh, asked her about Probably it? not. I think not. Hmm. I, mean, I think she wasn't. Mm-hmm. I was spanked a l- little bit, but I, it was never like. I think girls on average are spanked less than boys, even if it's a spanking household. Mm. At least that's from my experience with like conversations. With How people. many siblings do you have? I have one. I have one, a younger one brother. brother. Yeah, my mom brothers. beat the shit out of him. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I actually was spanked much worse than my brother. Because oh. I think my mom, like, I, my brother's younger than me and by like six years. And I think my mom realized that or she thought in a like she i think she had an epiphany when i was an adult that like hey you know what 
the kids are going to be all right. Like they're going to be fine. Everything's going to be fine. And I'm so start slapping the shit out of them. No, they're going to be fine. And so because of that, I think she took it way easier on my brother. But I think that presents its own issues. Yeah, um, well, I think that's a standard youngest sibling thing. Because right. my this is a, a classic story that I like to tell, mm-hmm. which is. Um, when I was probably 10 mm-hmm. is when James Bond uh, Goldeneye was out. Mm. And I On wanted Sega to see Genesis? that movie. No, I'm talking the movie. Oh, the movie. Gotcha. And I wanted to see the movie so bad, but I was like, 10, it's a PG-13 movie. So I went over to a friend's house. We're having like a sleepover. And uh, they pop in the movie. And I'm like, great, I can't wait to watch this. Uh, knowing full well, I should ask my parents if I'm, if I'm allowed to watch this because it's PG-13. Mm-hmm. They were strict about that. Uh, and knowing full well that they wouldn't want me to watch it. I watched it and then I finished the movie and I cried and I called them and I was like, guys, I'm so sorry. I watched this PG-13 movie. I think I was maybe grounded. It was a whole thing, right? You weren't beaten mercilessly for that? I wasn't beaten. No, at that point it was just it, grounding was the thing to work. Oh, really? The, the they work. stopped spanking you at what age? Like 12, 13? Oh, I don't know. Oh. I, I don't have the, the raw data on this. You didn't keep a punch card like at Subway? <laughs> no. Fifth one's free, baby. <laughs> But my younger brother, who's seven years younger than me, uh, when he was like 10. Host uh, of the Tesla regular podcast. Host of the Tesla regular. (laughs) uh, When he was like 10, I was 17 and I had seen The Matrix. Yeah, the math checks out. Yep. That's how math works. Uh, And I had seen The Matrix and I really liked The Matrix a lot. Uh, and I mentioned it to my brother. And the first Matrix movie was in C-17, for people who don't remember that. No. It was? No, I'm kidding. Oh, it was rated R, though. Yeah. Um, and so was the second one. But my brother, at 10, he's like, now, what did you think about the second one? Because I feel like it didn't hold up as well as the first one did. And I was You're like, like, how have you seen these movies? They're rated R. And I told my parents, and they're like, yeah, he watched it over to friends' house. It's not a big deal. I was <laughs> it, like, you guys. It was, it, was, it was a super big deal for you. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I was grounded because I admitted I watched a PG-13 movie. And you tried to tell your older brother Keaton about it, and he's like, I don't care, dude, I'm high. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's like, uh, I imagine you guys are like Malcolm in the Middle, and he's like the older brother who's in the military. Did you ever watch Malcolm in the Middle? I was going to say, you're about to get mad. No, I never oh. saw Malcolm in the Middle. <laughs> that show was perfect. That's Frankie Muniz, right? It's Frankie Muniz, and uh, Brian Cranston. Cranston played the dad, it, it, and his, uh, the mom was Jane Kaczmarek. That show was great. The show's great. You should really watch it. It's uh, if you grew up with brothers, especially you, you got you are Frankie Muniz in in your life. Uh, he's the middle Malcolm in the Middle. Hits the title. Uh, yeah, if you grew up in like sort of like a lower middle class family with brothers, you definitely should watch Malcolm in the Middle. <laughs> There's a one of the. <laughs> I think this is worth telling. One of the best uh, moments of that show is when like they're like buying fireworks, like illegal fireworks. I think they live in. Uh, forget where they live they live in like arizona or somewhere on the show like somewhere mm-hmm. near the mexican border and so they're getting like these illegal fireworks behind their parents back uh and they at the end of the episode they light the firework off the it, it's been like the the Magu- whole MacGuffin of the episode is like this this big this big ass firework or whatever at the end of the episode they light it and it explodes <laughs> and, and it's a shot of them looking out the window it's like nighttime right and then <laughs> They light off the firework and it like it like bright it brightens up the room and then it shows a reverse shot of what it looks like out the window and it's daytime for a few seconds. <laughs> it's a great effect because like <laughs> as if this firework lit up the sky as much as the sun would. It's just it's just super funny. funny. Cause you weren't expecting that, you know? It was a great effect. But uh yeah, you should watch Malcolm Malcolm in the Middle. It's really Malcolm good. in the Middle. Yeah. No love on top. 
the Beyonce song is what no, you're thinking. Started from the bottom, now we're here <laughs> is what you're thinking of. Uh, no, Level Up by Sierra. No, Levels by Nick Jonas is what you're thinking of. Get in my elevator is what he says. Um, elevator? Um, levels? levels? No, levels. Under My Umbrella. No, Underneath Ella. It All by No Doubt is what you're thinking of. No Diggity <laughs> is the song you're thinking of. Um, no diggity. Um, no diggity. No fever pitch is what you're thinking of. How not from pitch the perfect? Beginning? Basing no diggity and pitch perfect. Remember that? Is no diggity in pitch perfect? Yeah. Oh, that was that was multiple steps to get there. Is but it? I'll take it. That's like one of the big songs they sing in that that movie. Acapella. I know I've seen it. I don't I just don't remember it. Yeah. It's in the trailer of the second, of the well, first one. Okay, so one. you said Fever Pitch from Pitch Perfect because Pitch Perfect had no diggity in it. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah now you're talking my language, Brandon. <laughs> fever Pitch? Uh-huh. No, I got a fever and the only prescription is more cowbell is what you're thinking of. No, Taco Bell is what you're thinking of. No, Taco Time, which is a Pacific Northwest Mexican food. No, Taco Tuesday, place. which is LeBron James' new Mexican restaurant. That's what you're thinking of. No, throwback Thursday. <laughs> Flashback Friday. Uh, 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 Easter Sunday is what you're thinking no, of. No, I got a big weed stash, pocket full of cash, just seen a big old ass. It's Saturday by Ludacris <laughs> is what you're thinking of. Now you're talking my language, Luda. Luda. All right, <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> That's how you end the game. You get to a ludicrous lyric. <laughs> yeah. So you can end with Yes. That is the yeah, that's that's four D you know how there's like there's regular chess and there's four D chess. That's that's four D tip of the tongue right there. If you can connect you back to Ludacris and edit there, you you've won. But like when, yeah, when there's multiple sets of rules in the box, like you could you can play this way. That's a way you can play. Is you, you can choose rules. to end the game. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. All right. So uh, that is Harley Quinn. I think that's where we ended. Uh, where where do you want to go next? Um, let's talk about. I got the, some other the, movie news. Oh, you do? Okay, go for it. Let's stay in movies. Um, uh, did you hear that Aladdin two is I, a go? I heard that we were going to be subjected to Aladdin two, <laughs> and I am very upset. It is they're finding a whole new story for it. It's not going to be based on Return of Jafar. Okay, so that guy's not coming back. Who? You Jafar? know what? You know what? I can almost guarantee you he's coming back, but as a good guy. Uh, Terminator I, Two style, yes, and and it's gonna be it's gonna well more so like uh, I guess Terminator Two, but it's gonna be an ensemble kind of like uh, movie where they're gonna need him to team up against whoever the new bad guy is, and it's gonna be like a it's gonna be Guardians of the Galaxy style, like oh this ragtag group of desert dwellers with Aladdin, <laughs> Jasmine, the Zazu, uh, not Zazu, that's Lion King. What's his bird the, name? The the big no, the, he's got a monkey. He's a bird too, right? That doesn't talk in this one. What? No, it's Abu. Abu. Oh, now he works for Jafar. No, there's a bird. Oh, Iago. Iago. Yes. And then, and then the monkey. Patience, Iago. Yeah. And then they're gonna need Jafar's magic to like defeat, and so it's gonna be, and there will be endless comedy bits between Jafar and Genie not getting along because Jafar is gonna have a stick up his butt the whole time, right. and Genie's gonna be like, "Come on, man." I'm cool, you know? I'm Will Smith, man. Come on. <laughs> yo, yo. <laughs> yo, Genie and A-Thing, you know? And me and Jaden, you know, in Aladdin too, you know? Bad boys for life, man. Me and Martin, you know? You know in, me and- <laughs> In Aladdin 2, he's plugging his other movies. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, you know, man. Jay, Jada's got the uh, the red table talks. You you know anything? So, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Shout out to uh, Just Water. You know, you know anything? Uh, no. Um, but yeah, I think that's that's what's gonna happen. Like that Jafar guy will be back, and he'll be a good guy. Disney is all about like. They're all about like taking, you know, the villain and like, you know, giving him some redemption and having him fight the good fight. And he'll probably die at the end of the second one. And they'll all be heroically. Sad. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's happening. Yeah. Um, there's no date or even a script, but presumably everyone's coming back. Aladdin 2 and the Fantabulous Emancipation of Jafar. <laughs> that title is still up for grabs. Yeah, it's still up for it's grabs in the public. Mm-hmm. It's in the public zeitgeist. Mm hmm. We might as well use it at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, that maybe that's a good subtitle for this episode. And then they'll make a third one, uh, and then it'll be called. It, <laughs> it'll be this series will be referred to as Aladdin the uh, uh, <laughs> Aladdin the Ababwa Saga. <laughs> right? Isn't that the city he's from? Uh, uh, is the fictitious city he's from? Um, no. Oh yes, that uh, he makes up when he says he's Prince, a prince Ali. Prince Ali. Or it could Ababa. be the Ag- it yeah. could be the Agraba uh, the Agraba the Agraba saga yeah <laughs> the Agraba saga that's so funny oh man new moon <laughs> breaking, linking it into breaking the, dawn uh, linking it into the Twilight franchise <laughs> yeah there's vampires all right uh, um, another uh, reboot okay this one. I'm actually a little bit excited about. Okay. I know. I've, oh, I think I know what it I've is. I've been very vocal against my reboots, against the reboots that are happening. Let's get some original movies. This one I'm okay with. You know, is, can what I guess is? what it is? Yes. Uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yes. With Rick Moranis. With Rick Moranis. The title is very bad, though. What is the title? The title is Shrunk. That's reportedly what the, the title is. Never mind. I'm yeah, not excited never mind. Anymore. Get that out of here. <laughs> it's just called Shrunk. Which is very annoying. Disney also likes doing that. Like whenever they reboot something, like whittling the title down to like the like <laughs> the weirdest one word title, like Doolittle. It's like, come on, man. Shrunk. You're not fooling anyone. <laughs> yeah, we know what this is. This is a shitty movie <laughs> yeah. that, that you have to make with Robert Downey Jr. Because mm-hmm. he's got to do something else. Mm-hmm. Um, Actually, I don't think Disney, Disney uh, Doolittle is a Disney movie, but that's neither here nor there. I think uh, it is. I don't think so. I'm pretty positive. I'm going to look, look it up. Google it while I talk. Googs. Hit up. Actually, maybe just ask Jeeves. It might be faster. <laughs> now I'm going to bing it. Hey, man. Bing it. Um, what was I saying? Um, I have no idea. Oh, Rick Moranis. I'm specifically excited about this because Rick Moranis has not acted in a very long time. Yeah, he like moved to a farm and Yeah, like I am really curious what he's been doing. He's done some voiceover stuff for some cartoons, but that's it. Yeah, uh what's it called? Um uh what is this movie? Doolittle is a universal movie. All right. Weird, right? You would it sounds like a Disney movie, but it's it a does. it's a universal movie. And now that I think about it, I've never seen the Disney Castle in front of the trailers, so it's a it's universal. All right. There you go. Because Robert Downey Jr. owed them one. Because I think he, I think Universal was also the studio that did um, Sherlock Holmes, those movies with him. Oh, yeah. They're like, look, man, 
We gave you $100 million to do Sherlock Holmes. Can you, can you cut us a break? Look, you can do the same voice. We got the same wardrobe. It'll yeah, look pretty we'll much the CGI same. We'll just CGI some animals around you. It'll be fine. You won't have to leave Santa Monica. He's like, great. Actually, you know what? Scratch that. I think we actually have enough deleted footage <laughs> of um, Sherlock we Holmes. Can just, yeah, we can just scrap together a movie, throw in some CGI animals. We'll be fine. Yep. <laughs> so, like, it's like dialogue, like, I don't know what we're going to do, my dear. What? And then they, like, <laughs> cut it out. And they cut out Watson and just put, like, I don't know a what we're going to do. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what we're going to do, my dear. What zebra? <laughs> it's like some other guy's voice. <laughs> zebra. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. There's something about this movie doesn't feel right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a universal movie. All so. right. Well, there's that. Okay. Well, anyway, shrunk. Yeah. I'm I'm excited for that. I lo- really liked those movies as a kid. You know, oh, you know what? I I can't leave the Doolittle thing alone. So, <laughs> you know what I think this movie was going to be at one point. So you know how at one point um, Universal was remaking all their classic monster movies with like modern actors and stuff, like Godzilla and which which movies? Well, not Godzilla. I mean like the Mummy. They did that with Tom Cruise. Oh, yeah, and then they did. Um, there was one more that they did. Oh, they did the Dracula movie with. Uh, with Luke Evans, your uh, your son from Fantastic or no, from Fast and Furious. What 5. was the name of that movie? It was called uh, Dracula Untold. Oh, okay. And it was like the origin story of Dracula. And they <laughs> as were as re- you've never heard it before. And there were plans to do Universal had plans to do all these classic horror movies again and build sort of like a dark Avengers of these heroes. And uh, they were going and they they sowed the seeds in like the Mummy movie where like. Um, What's his name was playing Dr. Jekyll? Uh, Russell Crowe was Dr. Jekyll in that movie. Really? Yeah. And they were like... This makes more sense now. And he's like, there's, you know, we're not alone. There's there's a team of us, whatever. And they, of course, they never got around to that because the mummy flopped. But I would imagine that... Because there were plans to do The Invisible Man, which is happening, but Universal is still doing it, but not in the style of these movies. There was going to be an Invisible Man. I think Johnny Depp was supposed to play him. And then there was another one... But I can't really remember right now. Maybe it was a Dorian Gray movie with somebody else. So basically, they're redoing *Leave Extraordinary Gentlemen*. But gotcha. <laughs> but uh, I would imagine that Doolittle. I'm, I would imagine that uh, Robert Downey Jr. has been attached to Doolittle since they were making all those movies and wanted him to be a part of it. But since like that fell apart, they're like, you know what? Let's just make this a Disney kind of like kids movie, and we'll we'll try to make as much money as we can. Yeah. I would imagine that's what they were trying to do. Um, but you know. Whatever. Can we get a slow emotional version of um, uh, like an Imagine Dragons style? What a wonderful world for the trailer. Thanks. <laughs> Imagine Dragons style. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, all right. That's well, all I got movie wise. Okay. Let's see if I have any other movie things uh, we talked about. Shrunk. Um, let's see. Yeah. That's all I got movies wise. Okay. Uh, where do you want to go next? Should we talk uh, <clears throat> Democratic? presidential we race? can talk democratic stuff let's let's do that since that's that's hot news right now uh so first and foremost r.i.p to your boy andrew yang yeah, andrew yang officially out of the race for presidential candidate he still could join someone's presidential ticket um as their uh running mate yeah uh, that could happen i would love to see uh, uh bernie sanders andrew yang uh ticket i think that would be a great ticket to run on um what is andrew yang's thing outside of running for president what do you mean what does he do is he a politician oh no he's not a politician that's the whole thing he's an entrepreneur 
So he owns like a series of luxury hotels, golf <laughs> courses. He hosted a, a, a reality yeah. show at one he point. He just bought Greenland. Um, no, uh, Andrew Yang, uh, he was, he's like a, like an entrepreneur. He started like a business. I think his first high profile business was like a, uh, a test prep business where he like, mm. Would like kind of like what's the one that everyone goes to for like the the, the PSATs? Uh, is it Kaplan? Kaplan. Something like that. It was a company like that that taught that like prepared kids for standardized tests and stuff like that. That was the first company he built, and then he he was like he worked in the White House, but not as a politician. He worked for the Obama administration as like their uh, chief advisor over like entrepreneurship and starting new business and stuff oh, like that. Okay, that's like his like big like political credit. So he's actually done stuff. He's not. He's not just some guy with a lot of money. <laughs> or how most people use entrepreneur, which is uh, a fancy way of saying unemployed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I have I'm, a. Tr- I got some stuff coming, <laughs> yeah. man. I have a trust fund. Uh, no, yeah, he's and he and he wrote a book too. He wrote a book about like universal banking, basic income, and all that. It's called like the new forgetting, like the war on normalcy or the war on hu- people, normal people, or something like that. Um, yeah, funny people, Judd Apatow movies. What are you thinking? <laughs> Uh, funny people. Um, no, little people, big world. The TV show about little people on TLC. No, uh, shrunk is what you're thinking of. <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna leave that alone. Edward, <laughs> Edgar. Uh, all right. Um, yeah. So Andrew Yang drops out of the race because uh, he did not um, win New Hampshire, and he said in a tweet that mathematically it doesn't work out, which is his whole campaign has been. Like his his playful campaign slogan has been math, uh, right? Because he's Asian. That's just... well. There's no, that. no, that's the, that. There's seriously. that layer to it, but it's more so that like uh, he's been running the numbers on automation and the lack of jobs and and the math doesn't check out. And that's like no, I'm, but I mean I've heard him say like well, yes. Well, the math. Says, the opposite, I am Asian. Well, he says he, the joke he makes all the time is like if we want to win this election, we got to find someone who's the opposite of Donald Trump. And I can't think of someone who's more opposite than Donald Trump than an Asian who likes math. Uh, that's like that's oh, like his okay. joke, you know. Um, but yeah, so he dropped out of the campaign officially, uh, uh, and but he could still show up somewhere. Um, and Bernie Sanders uh, won New Hampshire. Yes, he did. The New Hampshire primary thing. And almost won or basically won. Iowa, no one really knows. Yeah, Iowa's a weird thing. Kind of a mess. But, but yeah, Sanders won. Buttigieg was in second place. Um, yeah. And I think uh, Warren might have been third. Has anyone made the joke about Buttigieg that he's a booty judge? Uh, it seems that's, that's weirdly like homophobic. Right. It's right. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? You're right. Yeah, I, maybe let's I not take make that joke. Oof, yeah. Yeah. Um, did you see, uh, the Michael Bloomberg ads? Uh, have I? They're like, that's all I see on Hulu is Mike Bloomberg. Ads. Okay. N- well, not even just the regular ads. Um, but I'm specifically referring to the meme ads. Uh, no, I don't think I've seen those. Okay. So yesterday, mm-hmm. um, if you follow F Jerry or any variety of, mm-hmm. I have screenshots of all of them. There's mm-hmm. like 25 different meme accounts. Did Tank Sinatra post one? Yes. <laughs> That all posted um, these Michael Bloomberg uh, ads. So here's one right here. It's like a conversation, like an Instagram DM. And Michael Bloomberg says, hello, Jerry. My granddaughter showed me this account. Your memes are very humorous. Can you post a meme that lets everyone know I'm the cool candidate? And he says, what do you have in mind? And it's a picture of Michael Bloomberg. And it says, when you're the cool candidate. And he says, oof, that will cost like a billion dollars. And he says, what's your Venmo? And the caption says, 
he does look pretty cool. And yes, this really is sponsored by Mike Bloomberg. Yeah, I I saw one of those on a Adam the Creators page. Yeah, uh, and I and I figured it was real. I didn't know he sent them to like everyone who yeah, makes meme like accounts. Yeah, like every meme account, and it all wow. dropped yesterday. That's pretty genius. Mike Bloomberg must have a, like a good uh, a good PR team because well, yeah, he's got money, <laughs> or he's got a PR team that's really in touch yeah. because that's a genius idea. I wouldn't have even thought to do that. That's really cool. Yeah um yeah cool. i mean i'm still not gonna vote for him yeah but, uh, <laughs> yeah i don't that know was interesting i wonder what the people of new york feel about bloomberg i don't live in new york so i don't know but he's been the mayor of new york for like thirty thousand years so <laughs> well, he's not the mayor anymore oh well he I mean he was he was like early 2000s gotcha um yeah all right cool uh yeah uh, so yeah the democratic race uh looks like it's going uh, it's favoring sanders at this point and I'm all for that. <laughs> um, yeah, the usual people are not doing usual well. Usual suspects is the the movie you're thinking of. Um, but anyway, um, Juicy Smollier is back in the news. <laughs> Juicy Smollier. Juicy Smollier. Uh, He's a, a French actor, Sometimes right? known as uh, Jesse Smollett, uh, if you're not in the know. But Juicy Smollier is uh, back in the news because he is now being indicted on six different charges related to his uh, fabrication of a uh, of a hate crime that uh, he said allegedly took place against him uh, last year. Can I ask? Sure. A question. That I'm gonna be Why very... would anyone name their child Jesse Smollett or <laughs> Juicy Smollier, depending no. on where you're from? No, it's dumber than that. Okay. And I'm gonna rev- I'm gonna be sure? very vulnerable okay. and and say that I don't know that what some words mean. Indicted. Indicted. It's it's. It, Char- it, it means charges were formally brought against okay. you. Okay. Yeah. As opposed to acquitted. In my mind, indicted means like, oh, you're fine. No, no, no. But that's it's acquitted. The, it's the exact opposite. Yeah, the, it means charges are being officially brought against you by the court of law. Um, gotcha. Yeah. Because you can get arrested without ever being indicted or charged with anything. Right. You can get arrested on suspicion of something. You can get arrested for a mi- million different reasons. But when you're officially brought to court and charges are yeah it's the formal word is indicted gotcha yeah okay Okay. so so he's been indicted yeah uh you know where i learned that word is the movie fun with dick and jane have you ever seen that movie i have seen that movie it's funny uh when they find out he hears on the news they're being indicted he's like indicted indicted jane we're being indicted and he says it like a hundred (laughs) times uh shout out to jim carrey man you seen Carey. those photos of Jim Carrey and uh, Ben Schwartz promoting yes. uh, Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog? Yeah. They took like glamour shots together. Yeah. <laughs> I read a review that said it's uh, it's a very good movie, and the animation that they redid maybe saved it. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it did. And then it also said that Jim Carrey is like golden era Jim Carrey in it, this movie. Yeah, I would not be surprised. Look, I I, did, I never had high expectations for the movie, but like after seeing a movie like Detective Pikachu. Um, and being verily, verily, being, well, I guess verily, uh, if I'm going to get Shakespearean on you real quick, <laughs> verily, verily, um, no, being very surprised at how good and heartwarming that movie was. I don't doubt that Sonic the Hedgehog could touch similar levels, uh, of success in terms of like its effectiveness as a movie. Uh, it, it's really hard to not like, you know, when I, you know, a nice, you know, likable guy teams up with a, you know, a furry CGI guy and they like right. <laughs> have hijinks and there's a bad guy, but he's also lovable. You know I mean? It's just, you know, it's good. It's classic storytelling. <coughs> he's a, a zany. Yeah. Uh, bad guy. I'm excited to see Jim Carrey too. That It's been a while. It's been a while. So, uh, yeah. 
But Juicy Smollier, uh, being indicted on six counts, he's probably going to be found guilty of something. He probably yeah. won't do any jail time for this, but uh, if if he's found guilty of some of these, they'll be on his record forever, and I'm sure he'll have to be on probation and pay some fines and stuff. Because, yeah, you uh, you shouldn't be able to abuse the legal system just for your whims. Right. Uh, I yeah. am excited for the, um, the HBO... Uh, a short run documentary series coming in probably a decade. No, it'll probably be uh what's the one that did the OJ one? Uh what network is that? A USA? No, it was the one that did like Sons of Anarchy. Oh, FX. AMC? Oh. FX. FX. FX did that one, yeah. Yeah, that's right. It'll be FX. It'll be a Ryan Murphy documentary <laughs> or uh show <laughs> miniseries. Uh, miniseries, yeah. Yeah. For sure. And uh uh what's her name that played the attorney in the OJ one? She's also on uh American Horror Story. Oh, uh, Sarah. Sarah Paulson. Paulson. She, yeah, she'll play. Uh, <laughs> she'll play uh, Journey Smollett in the or Juicy Smollett. Uh, She's gonna play. Yeah. Oh, a white woman's gonna play mm-hmm. uh, Juicy Smollett. Yeah, man. People can play anything. Ask Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> All right. Because uh, yeah, she passed. She's like, I don't, I don't want to play Juicy. Yeah. Um, apparently, scientists have found a new dinosaur. I saw this. You saw that, and it's called. <laughs> In quotes, there's a new Tyrannosaurus species named the Reaper of Death, <laughs> and it was found in Canada. Um, uh, my immediate to rea- reaction to seeing that headline was uh, like, oh, no, we found this uh, dinosaur called alive? the Reaper of Death. Well, <laughs> we alive, found it alive. Right? <laughs> no, my immediate reaction was, no, you guys named it the Reaper of Death. <laughs> right. That's not like, <laughs> the, oh, it's, no. It's buddies didn't call it that. <laughs> right. Oh, man, here comes Reaper of Death. He's such a buzzkill. <laughs> Um, let's read this, this headline. This is from, uh, BBC news. Um, a new species of Tyrannosaurus that stalked North America around 80 million years ago. <laughs> it has been, that's crazy. It has been discovered by scientists in Canada. The dinosaur lived in the late Cretaceous period, making it the oldest known Tyrannosaur from North America. Um, let's see. It stood roughly eight feet tall. The predator would have cut in uh, eight feet tall. Yeah. The predator would have cut an intimidating figure. I'm just saying, with the the a- name a- tall, Reaper not that of tall. Death, yeah, I was expecting like as tall as a, uh, yeah, a I don't building. Think, yeah, dinosaurs. I don't think they're as tall as we think they are. Have you ever been to uh, uh, the Natural History Museum in LA? No, I haven't. You 100 percent should go I to the know. Natural History Museum. What have you been doing? I mean, lots of stuff, man. You've been you've been in LA for like 20 years. Yeah, it hasn't been 20 years. It's been I'm not it's that been 15. old. It, it's not. It, no, whoa it has, now, it has, whoa now, whoa oh now. my gosh, whoa it's now. been 15, oh yeah. no, it's been, fi- ah. <laughs> yeah, it's been about 15, I would it imagine. It has been 15. You must go, one, it's so easy, the Natural History Museum and the California Science Center are in the same parking lot, like they're the same. It's right across from USC, right? And, yeah, and there's like an, I think there's an African American history museum right there too, hmm. you have to go. Like, the Natural History Museum is tight, it's like $12. And it, it takes you a good while to walk around and see all of it. You can do it in like, if you take your kid, it's going to take you like maybe go like maybe three hours. Um, you, if you can do it with an adult in like an hour and a half, if, if that, you know, but if you're taking your kid and you're stopping and looking at everything, maybe three hours, right. it's great, man. Like, and there's like, um, ongoing tours that don't cost anything. You just sign up and they go like every hour or something like that. Actually, I might've played there one time. I think there was like yeah. a wedding or something. Stu- Cause it's on, it's like right on the USC campus kind of. Yeah. And there's like a courtyard outside where like, I'm sure they would have events. And stuff. Oh, that's what it was. Is the space shuttle there? And that's the science center. Yeah. Okay. I played in the space shuttle room. Okay, time. cool. Yeah. You got to see the natural history museum. Like 
there's a there's a hall of North American mammals with all the taxidermy animals and stuff. I'm do I'm I'm mimicking a uh, polar bear right now standing oh, on its hind legs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's very accurate. If only we had video elements. Uh, it's too bad it's not a video podcast. I know. You basically animorphed into right. a polar bear. <laughs> right. Animorphed. But then there's like the Hall of the Dinosaurs. And dude, that is like. Hall of the Mountain King is what you're thinking of. But uh, No, the band King Woman is what you're thinking of. Um, Kings of Leon is the band. No, Leon Timbo is his name. Um, Justin Timberlake is his no, name. No, Timberland, the producers. Are you no, thinking Timberland, of? the shoes. No, it's going it's... down. I'm yelling Timber <laughs> is what you're thinking of. Uh, yeah, you have to, like, it's crazy. Like, the dinosaur bones. What's crazy, yeah, the land dinosaurs were big, but, like, the water dinosaurs were crazy huge. Like, the, the one that looks like Loch Ness Monster, that one is crazy. Which is crazy when people are like... Loch Ness monster didn't exist, doesn't exist. Like, I get why people think that because, like, we wouldn't think of a creature that big being alive like today. But like, there were animals that were literally the Loch Ness monster in dinosaur times. Like, they looked exactly like that. You know? Well, yes, but the photo of the Loch Ness monster that everyone that real photo, yeah, <laughs> just like the is, footage of Bigfoot is hilariously bad. <laughs> I don't know, man. What do you think about Bigfoot? You think there's Bigfoot out there? I mean, we haven't had any Bigfoot stuff. Also, basically, since everyone got a camera and they turned out pretty good to be there hasn't good been cameras. any new Bigfoot footage. <laughs> Big cryptozoologists are like, man, this is as good as cameras are going to get in like 1973. They're yeah. like, don't worry about it. It'll be. <laughs> We're going to fake this. It's going to be fine. No yeah. one's going to remember know. crop circles. It's funny how oh. those have stopped happening. <laughs> crop circles. Yeah, because everyone's got uh, yeah. their like nest. And there's Google ring Earth. security system. <laughs> right. Now there's Google Earth, so you can see a guy out there stomping down the stalks. Um, it's funny how like weird stuff stops happening the more and more cameras there are. Uh, oh, yeah. man. Uh, yeah. The whole movie Signs was like based on crop circles. Crop circles. That's crazy. And now that now movie they, they don't hold even... up. You'd be like, what's a crop circle? <laughs> yeah, you'd be like, what? Um, that's cool art you did there, man. I don't get why you think there's aliens involved. Um, but yeah, there's a new dinosaur. So yeah, eight eight feet tall. Is that like normal for an? an a I feel triceratops? like it's pretty short. A triceratops, a trinosaurus. Um, I'm well. I'm basing my dinosaur height off of the movie Jurassic Park. Well, that's probably a bad place to start. Slash the movie We're Back. Do you remember that movie? We're Back. It's a no. cartoon. Um, like the dinosaurs come back. It's very sad because these dinosaurs inexplicably come back. I think inexplicably. I don't remember. And then they end up like getting roped into being in the circus. Oh. And it's like really sad. And That's like, what would happen though. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but anyway, based on both of those movies, um, I would assume that the height of a dinosaur is like the, the a two-story house. Well, so uh uh the what what based on this artist rendering of this Reaper of Death dinosaurs there's a few misconceptions about tyrannosaurus rex in particular or just giant dinosaurs in general in general we now know that they probably were feathered which right. is which is weird and it makes them not scary and just weird <laughs> right and they probably were like very brightly colored um also um the tyrannosaurus rex as depicted in jurassic park walks a little too upright for what dinosaurs would have uh, mm-hmm. most likely walked like it would have walked more like a like a velociraptor like kind of hunched over mm. so when you think about it yes they were very long the bones are very long like the tail is very long like from head to tail they're very super long it's like 
20, 30 feet, but the height of its head from the floor would have been about eight feet, which is still pretty tall if you think about it. Because if you look at this drawing yeah. here, oh, shoot. That's like what? That's like Shaq height. It's like a basically a foot taller than Shaq would be where its head was proportionate to the ground, but it would still be massive because the tail would go back like 30 feet or whatever. So it, it sounds small, but eight feet for your life for something that walks almost on all fours or it would walk on all fours if it had regular arms that's it's pretty crazy pretty, that they imagine found... an eight foot tall horse oh that's terrifying yeah exactly an, a mega clydesdale <laughs> yeah get out of here yeah it's basically that it's still scary enough it's but crazy they, they, i don't think they were big enough to swallow a person whole the way you see in it's uh, the reaper of death man the way you see in jurassic park those i think they're very exaggerated yeah well it's a movie yeah. i think it's crazy that they found a pile of bones. It's not a pile. I guess they were probably assembled. They found some bones, and this is everything they came up with. They came up with a picture of what its skin looks like. It's probably got feathers. Mm-hmm. This is how it walked. In fact, it was so fearsome, we're going to name it the Reaper of Death. They got all of that from bones. And I'm not saying well, and, that... And DNA, though. How? Because there's DNA in the bones. I know, but what what is the DNA? They can you look... You, you know how DNA works. Like It's the coded information of what the creature would have been like. So well, I, I mean, they, doctors can look at your DNA and know what your your skin color was, your eye color, your hair color. They can tell all that from your DNA. Oh, yeah, I guess so. And you did not? Did you not? Where did, did you disappear? No, I've just never thought Earth? about that. Did you not go to middle school? No, I did. So does twenty? Can twenty three and me tell all that about me? Twenty three and me can tell a dinosaur what it would have looked like. So you tell who me. its parents are. They dug up some bones, sent them to 23andMe. Yes, that's exactly. And they the came back with like, "Hey, you have a higher risk for diabetes." Yes, that's what. That's the, all the information they they gleaned from the dinosaur DNA. Oh, also, you should probably name him Reaper of Death. He looks pretty fearsome. <laughs> it says in his DNA, his name was Reaper. So, no, but they they yeah, they sequence dinosaur DNA. That's what they do. Obviously, they sequence it with frog DNA though. <laughs> that's at least that's what they did. In Jurassic. That's Park. what BD Wong did in <laughs> Jurassic Park. <laughs> Uh, famed scientist turned actor B.D. Wong. No, uh... No, K.D. Lang is who you're thinking of. Continue. <laughs> K.D. Lang. No, the actor Stephen Lang from Avatar is what you're thinking of. Alright, um, what else is next? Um, um, we can talk about the Oscars. We don't have to spend no, a ton get, of time on it. let's not get it. there yet. Um, I got a lot of tech stuff. Okay, then maybe let's hit the Oscars uh, Unless you first. have other... <laughs> um... Uh, unless you have other, other stuff. Um, did you hear about those movers that dropped that expensive ass piano? Is this a joke? No, it's a real. It, it played. Uh, they dropped it down a, a coal mine, and it played the chord A flat minor. All right, all right. Hurrah! Was, for oh, sorry, this was the one that they dropped on a military base, right? And it played the chord A flat major. All right. Tell me, tell me your joke. What's your joke? God. <laughs> all right. It's not a joke. It's a real story that happened. An extremely rare. This is from CNN.com. Uh, an extremely rare $194,000 grand piano was smashed when movers dropped it while taking it out of a recording studio. Canadian piano virtuoso Angela Hewitt was revealed, has revealed. Hewitt, one of the world's leading classical pianists, said in a Facebook post that she had just finished recording Beethoven's piano uh, variations in Berlin when the movers entered the studio control room to tell her they had dropped the handmade Fazioli piano. The pianist said it had taken her 10 days to share the very sad piece of news because it because it has it because it, quote, has been such a shock to me that I didn't immediately want to share it with the world. Her precious uh, piano was the only one in the world with four pedals, she wrote. Oh. 
I adored this piano. It was my best friend, best companion. I loved how it felt when I was recording, giving me the possibility to do anything I wanted. She said, now it is no longer. Now, hold up. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, you know, Spectrasonics. Because mm-hmm. we know Eric Persing. Good friend of ours, Eric Persing. Um, and they have all kinds of crazy piano sounds. Did they drop it? Were they recording samples for the new version of Omnisphere? If so, if they recorded, they need to send that to Eric Persing because I'm sure there's big money waiting for him. Because <laughs> they have. That's the new Omnisphere patch. <laughs> dropped Fazioli piano. Because <laughs> they do have like burning piano sounds on there where they set a piano mm-hmm. on fire and then sampled it. So mm-hmm. all I'm saying is... Uh, it sounds like the chord uh, that it played actually was a flat Zioli. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> Come on, man. Damn yeah, keep it. Up. All right. Um, let's see what else. Um, is this the SpaceX thing in your tech thing? No. Okay. What's the SpaceX? Thing? Uh, SpaceX hires William Gerstenmeyer, and that's a really big deal. Says uh, Art. Uh, ArsTechnica.com. Who's what's his name? Who is this Ar- guy? William Garsten Gerstenmeyer. Gerstenmeyer. Um, he's he's the he's NASA's former chief of human spaceflight. Oh, has joined the company uh, as a consultant as it prepares to launch astronauts for the first time. So, um, yeah, that's been in the news this uh, last couple weeks because there's been SpaceX people going to different podcasts and stuff, basically promoting the upcoming there's going to be manned uh, flight uh, space flight launches from SpaceX, which will be, I think, technically the first time humans have been launched from like a private space expedition. It's always yeah. been NASA ran. NASA obviously is like involved because you have to whenever you're launching anything. Um, but this will be completely like a, a SpaceX project and they're going to be sending people into space for the first time. And it's a big deal for SpaceX because if everything goes smoothly and according to plan, they will probably be one of the um, they will probably be the only American based um, uh, <clears throat> space company that can. That Amer- that the American government will be using to send people to the space station. Because right now, in order to send people to the space station, we have to use Russia. We have to partner with Russia, uh-huh. and Russia sends our we we basically tag along on Russian craft to get up to the space station. Which is because we kind of funny because we retired our our shuttle our our government funded shuttle program. Okay, it's funny that there's. Uh, certain things were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay. Can we hitch a ride though? <laughs> yeah. I know we have our differences, yeah. but, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, it is, it is, uh, it is interesting, but it'll be huge for SpaceX if everything goes correctly, because, uh, that is a giant government contract that, um, I'm sure Elon Musk is itching to have and he'll, yeah. I'm sure he'll get it. Uh, do you think they're going to change the name to SpaceX USA uh, from the book of NASA? Oh, from the book of Saw. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Um, have you seen any of this, any of the designs for their like new craft? Uh, SpaceX? Yeah. Which craft? The I've... Dragon Crew or whatever. They're like reusable crew rocket. Is that the giant silver one? No, that's the like the that one's. Oh, wait, that might be that one. It looks like it's straight out of the 60s. There's one. I don't think that's what that one's called. I, actually, it might. But there's one called that. There's one like that one. in the. Yes, I think it is that one. No, 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 no. It's not. I'm sorry. It's very confusing. <laughs> no, it's not. The one I'm talking about is like a small like a, a module. And it looks yeah. like um, it looks like a Hershey's Kiss, <laughs> but painted white. And it and the thrusters come off the like the sides. Hmm. Uh, it looks super futuristic. Like it looks like a UFO. It's crazy. That's cool. And their spacesuits look sick. Oh, I have seen the spacesuits. Yeah, yeah they, they look, look sick. Look really cool. Um, 
And then uh, Boeing also has um, a spacecraft that they're going to be using too, called the Starhopper. Hmm. Um, and that one is different. That one is the 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 Skywalker. Thing about- is there anything? Star Lord, is what you're thinking of. Um, the way the Lord of the Flies, Lord of the Rings, um, Lord of the Dance. No, the Lombada, the Forbidden Dance, is what you're thinking of. The Lumbar Support is what you're thinking of. No, Rush Limbaugh, is what you're thinking of. <laughs> no, uh, the, uh, the Dance, the Limbo, is what you're thinking No, of. the Lindbergh, is what you're thinking of. <clears throat> Charles Lindbergh, is what you're thinking of. Uh, Charles Lindbergh? Uh-huh. Um, no, Bundaberg. Um, the beverage company. No, Wunderbar. German for wonderful is what you're thinking of. <laughs> uh, no, a Wonka bar is what you're thinking. No, everlasting gobstoppers. What are you thinking no, of? No, Everlast, the boxing uh, company. No, Everlast, the band is what you're thinking no, of. No, Everlong, the song by Foo No, Evanescence, the band is what you're thinking of. <laughs> All right. Um, was Faith an Evanescence fan? Uh, maybe. I don't remember. She was she into vampire music? No, vampire rock. <laughs> vampire rock. She was into Vampire Weekend, but they're not vampire rock. That's true. Ironically, does she like vampire movies? No, she's really. not into like vampire lore and like no the eternal kiss. <laughs> no, <laughs> the eternal the kiss. eternal kiss. She doesn't like. Uh, she's not a big. Uh, what's his name? The guy plays Loki. Oh, she's not a Tom uh, Hiddleston fan. No, she doesn't like pasty like dark haired guys. No, man. She likes husky, red-haired guys. She likes husky, pasty guys. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you sit down at your barber, you're like, I'm going for like a fat Tom Hiddleston. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, uh, I think that's a SpaceX. So SpaceX uh, hires to form a NASA chief. That's big news. Oh, um, I have a perfect pivot if you're done. I have a perfect pivot to something else. No. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, is it about that asteroid? No. Have you heard about that asteroid? No, what's the asteroid? That asteroid. <laughs> uh, I've been reading headlines all day of a potentially hazardous asteroid is going to pass Earth this week, which is a it's very... It's going to pass Earth? Yeah. But it's going to be like very close, uh, which the asteroid itself is not thought to be in danger of hitting the planet, but perhaps some of the debris around the... Um, that's orbiting the asteroid could affect us somehow. So it's, that's why they're calling it potentially hazardous, not necessarily like fatally dangerous, but like potentially hazardous. So what is the scale potentially hazardous, so fatally dangerous. So I think it, the, the, le- the extreme, like extremely loud and extreme, incredibly close. Yeah. <laughs> the far left of it is Bernie Sanders. No kidding. The far <laughs> left of it is like harmless. And then I think the, the far right is, Mitch McConnell. No, the far right is like fatally, catastrophically deadly. And I think somewhere in the in like the left middle is potentially it's, hazardous. And that's just above fantabulous ju- emancipation. I think it's just left of Joe Biden <laughs> in that scale. Is it? It seems like on this scale, it seems like um, there's a, a uh, like forestry station near Forest where I live. Gump is what you're thinking of. And they have a sign that's like, "What's your what's the the what's your Enneagram? forest fire?" <laughs> <laughs> it's like, "What's the forest that's fire?" A weird question for the <laughs> California Forestry Department. It's like, "What's the risk of forest fire today?" And there's low, yeah, high, very high, incredibly high, extremely high. No, this it's it's incredibly high and then extremely close. <laughs> You're like, wow, that's really specific. 
Yes. But it just goes from low to varying versions of high. Right. So it doesn't actually really Is the mean final anything. one just GTFO? Is that what it says? <laughs> it's just Nevada's nice. Yeah. Is it though? <laughs> now now you're going to die and you've been lied to. Um all right, what's next? Okay. Take us to Tech World. Brandon's gonna, Tech World. Brandon's Tech World. I feel like Safety Dance should play right there. You can dance if you want to. You can leave your cares behind. Because there's not no friends of mine. Goes weirdly major right there for some reason. I don't know this song very well. You don't know Safety Dance, man? No, who's by? I don't know. No, Last Dance. Safety Dance is by whatever that 80s band was that made all those same songs. That 80s band. No, that 70s show is what you think. No, that 80s show. Remember that? The sequel show? <laughs> yeah. It's real bad. Can't wait for that 90s show. Uh, that could that actually could be really cool. But right. actually, I would just go back and watch 90s sitcoms because the 90s sitcoms were that 90s show. <laughs> right. Like, I would just go back and watch Friends. All right. Forrest Heller. A software developer who formerly worked on Occipital's blah, 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 blah. Uh, Helen Keller. He now works for Apple. Uh, He broke down the numbers when it comes to processing power, memory, and storage capacity of Google's 18-watt pixel charger, Hawaii's 40-watt supercharge and anchor power port. It's Huawei. It's pronounced Huawei. Uh, Is it? Not Hawaii. It's Huawei. Oh, okay. I hear it on Joe Rogan every week. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Um, it's a Chinese company. So he broke down the processing power, memory, and storage of chargers. Okay. Like, uh, like the phone, phone chargers. chargers. Gotcha. Yes. And um, a, a USB phone charger, right? UCB. Yeah. Keep and uh, he found that they were more powerful than the Apollo 11 guidance computer. Yeah. So congratulations. Your phone charger can get you to the moon. Uh, what's crazy about that, uh, my buddy, Charlie, shout out to Charlie, and also shout out to Brad, Brad. Ah! also shout out to Brad, also shout out to Brad, who is uh, my friend and tattoo artist, um, shout out to his girlfriend, Alex, shout out to his brother, Trey, and his wife, Christy, their sons, Hart and Knox, her best friend, Caitlin, and Steven and his wife and everyone else at the Foothill Tattoo Shop in Rialto, California. If you need a tattoo, go to Foothill Tattoo. That's their slogan. If you, if if you, you need, need a tattoo, tattoo, go to Foothill Tattoo. He rhymes. It's a lazy rhyme. Um, if you need a tattoo, go to Foothill Tattoo. <laughs> it's an A, same A rhyme. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah. So uh, shout out to all them. But also shout out to Brad, because, or excuse me, to Charlie, because Charlie sent me a story about um, the space. Uh, there's a... Um, let me see what it is. Um, I might have lost it. Anyway, cool story, man. Uh, no, there's a one of the. I, mean, I just gotta find it. Give me one second. I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna find you and take you slowly. Whether or not, here I come. You can't hide. I'm gonna find you and take. All right. So he sent me a story. Okay, here it is. He sent me a a headline from Twitter. This is being uh, reported by Inverse.com. Voyager 2, which was a deep space probe launched, I think, in the 90s? No, uh, from the 70s. 70s? Is the one with the gold record on it? Yeah. Yeah. Voyager 2, fully back. They brought it back online this week. Oh, wow. 
And you want to guess on how far away from Earth it is now at this point? I know it's past Pluto. And I think Voyager 1 or 2 recently left our actual solar system. I think that was Voyager 2. Okay, so this is Voyager 2, same one? I think so. Okay. You want to guess how far away from Earth it is? I'm going to guess. Is it a number in millions of miles? It's more than millions. It's billions of miles. Yeah. Okay. So I know 93 million from Sun to the Earth. That's called an astronomical unit. That's I an learned ast- that so in astronomy. AU, yeah. yeah. So is it in AUs or is it in miles? It's in miles. Most people don't know what AUs are. Uh, I'm going to go with I'm just ballpark. 4 billion miles. 11.5 billion oh, miles from, wow. from Earth. Crazy, right? That is crazy. Um, so, and that's about point. So keep in mind, 11 billion miles, right? Mm-hmm. That's still only about 0.19%, so about 0.20% of the distance required to travel the length of just one light year. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. So if if you're... So, so, so in the grand scheme of things, we've done nothing. Yeah, so yeah, 11 billion miles is just 0.20% of the way to a light year away from Earth. Man. That's so a lot... <laughs> That's crazy. So when you hear in Star Trek when they're like, "Oh, it's it's you know it's several light years away," it's take eleven billion times you know two hundred or something. You know, that's wild. It's crazy, man. Not too shabby for a uh, uh, being in. Um, it's been in operation for forty two and a half years. That's crazy. That's wild, huh? And that's what's crazy too is that it's using seventies tech, right? Like I was listening to some podcast this week and they were like, yeah, like your, your, your Apple watch computer in your Apple watch is like much more complicated than the computers on the Voyager two. Right. <laughs> like way more. Yeah. Like the computer they, chargers. They were saying, he was saying that like, and like just on the last space shuttle alone, like the first space shuttle, I think it's, it's space shuttle endeavor or whatever the last one was. Um, uh, the the tech in there is from the 70s so there are no microwaves on the space shuttle endeavor there's conve- like conventional ovens that's crazy like, like okay let me preheat my space yes my exactly space like that's crazy some taquitos for later yeah so this new elon musk spacex uh whatever it's called the dragon crew or whatever it's called will be the most advanced thing in in, in the solar system huh. made by human beings anyway Right. Um, oh, I did. My uh, wife told me I don't have the headline, but apparently they've received a radio signal from deep space um, that's like repeating every 16 days, and they don't know what it is. Tight. I know. I was like, here we go. It's the beginning of the movie. Let's <laughs> um, see what's gonna happen. I also I I lost the link, and I'm so bummed that I lost the link. But I saw something this week where um, NASA is preparing to launch a probe that is going to basically like take some measurements of the surface of the sun. Uh, and it'll be the closest thing. It'll be the closest man-made object to the sun ever. Uh, and it's still like 119, like billion miles from the sun or something like that. No, we're 93 million. Or yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Something like that. You said we're 93, we're 93 million. million. Then it was, it was some crazy number though. It was like still a, a crazy. High number. Yeah, it was like some kind of crazy. Maybe it was in the high millions or something like that. And I was like, that's nuts. And I want to find the article. All right. So I'm going to correct myself. Um, uh, this probe was actually launched in 2018 and it's just now 
getting oh. to where it's supposed to be, I and guess. Go- oh, wait, I know about this probe. It's called the Parker Solar Probe. It's going. Is it going to collide with the sun? I don't know. I'm looking at it. Uh, it's it, and it was 2018. Uh-huh. This is actually, I'm not making this up. This is a big deal. Mm-hmm. Before it launched, you could go on a website and submit your name to be put on a USB drive that's going to be on this thing going to space. Mm-hmm. And it's just a list of names on a USB drive. Mm-hmm. And I put my son's name on there. Oh, cool. Um, because it's going to be out there for like 10 years or whatever. So I was like, I'm setting myself up to be a cool dad in 10 years. And because they, a like lame you, dad. They give, you a, they give you a certificate. Okay, that's cool. Um, it will approach within uh, 9 point, that's what it is, 9.8 solar radii, radii, which is like the distance from the middle of the sun to its surface, which is about uh, 4.3 million miles. So it'll... Oh, that's it, very close. So it'll be within 12... Roughly 12 million, wait, no, we're talking 40, like 40 million miles. We're talking the movie Sunshine. Right. (laughs) Uh, If it's nine, it's it's, it's about 10 solar radii, which is so about 40 million miles from the sun's surface. Remind me the name? Um, The the Parker Solar Probe. And by 2025, it will travel at its closest approach as fast as 690,000 kilometers per hour or 430,000 miles per hour. Um, and yeah, that's when it'll, it'll reach its closest. Um, check it out. I got the certificate right here. Nice. Nice. It says hot ticket, hot <laughs> ticket, <laughs> Parker right. solar probe, a mission to touch the sun. This participate participation certificate is presented to Owen Shaw on April 5th, 2018. Uh, a memory card containing your name will be included on the Parker solar probe spacecraft. There you go. So <laughs> I want to get to where it's talking about, uh, the heat. Of it, the Miami Heat. Yeah, the Miami Heat. Um, uh, the solar shield is okay. Um, the spacecraft systems are protected from the extreme heat and radiation near the sun by a solar shield. Incident solar radiation and perillion is approximately whatever. Blah 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 blah. Oh, uh, is approximately four hundred and seventy times the intensity of at Earth orbit. Oh wow, gotcha. So this the the heat that you're experiencing on that craft is about 475 times the intensity at Earth orbit. Whoa. Uh the solar shield is uh let's see what else. Uh it's made of reinforced carbon slash carbon composite, which is designed to withstand temperatures outside the spacecraft of about two thousand five hundred degrees Fahrenheit. So they're expecting temperatures of two thousand five hundred degrees Fahrenheit. So just think about think about how how hot the sun is. It's going to be experiencing temperatures four hundred and seventy five times what you would experience if you were orbiting Earth, and it's only gonna get <laughs> within what forty million miles of the sun. That's crazy. At a certain <laughs> point, like- that's like the equivalent of like you stepped outside and you could feel the heat from a stove a mile away. Right. That's, like that's crazy. That's because we talked last week about the um the Hummer yes. that has a thousand horsepower. And you said imagine going back and having a carriage with a thousand horses and like that doesn't make sense. Right. Same thing. Like degrees don't really like hold yeah. up anymore. It's just it's unbearably hot. Yeah. You can't it, do anything. And and it's and it's it's four hundred and seventy five times what human beings could tolerate at forty million miles away. <laughs> Right. So you would burn up long before you even like, you know what I mean? 
That's crazy. That is crazy. That's how much heat it's giving off. That's really nuts. But anyway, what else you got tech wise since that's, we're in the science uh, world? Too hot. Um, too hot to trot. That's what you think. Um, too hot, hot damn. Call the police and the fireman. That's no, hot damn. The song by uh, the Clips and Pharrell and a bunch of other people. No, uh, hot damn, hot water, hot shower. <laughs> uh, Chance the rapper is what you're thinking. Of. <laughs> no, rocket power. They show on Nickelodeon. <laughs> is what you're thinking of. Oh, Power Rangers is what you're thinking. No, Beetleborgs is what, what you're is thinking. What is Beetleborgs? It was like a Power Rangers ripoff show. No, Beetlejuice is what you're thinking of. Mm. Um, T-Mobile and Sprint. No, the Jews is who you're thinking of. Just Jewish people? Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, someone's going to circle back to this podcast in a few years. Uh, just isolate that that when, one little bit when, of audio. The Jews. You're gonna get, you're gonna get fired from whatever you're doing. Where you're gonna be running for public office, uh, running mate for Andrew Yang, and it's gonna be over for you. No, running mate for running mate for President Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Is who I'm <laughs> um, okay, T-Mobile and Sprint. Their mega merger has been approved. Okay. Um, have you ever had Sprint? Mm-mm. It's so bad. Yeah, that's what I've heard. I've and heard T-Mobile's not much better. T-Mobile's okay. Uh, I've had AT&T. It was good. Verizon's the best by far. Mm-hmm. Verizon Chipotle Exxon is the best. Um, it's the only cell phone car- carrier where you can get a full tank of gas and a, a large burrito supreme. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, Sprint is so bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I had it for a few years. Um, I did it for love. Um, and... Um, it was a family plan that my wife was on, and so I, family guy, um, no guy Fieri is who you're thinking of, um, no a Ferrari, and I'm a little bit bummed. Um, Rastafarian um, is what you're thinking of. I'm a little bit bummed that now that I'm T-Mobile, Sprint is going to be um, joining. Mm. No Luciferian is what you're thinking of. Uh, no, Luda Chris is what you're thinking. <laughs> you're talking my language, Luda. Luda Chris. All right, Edgar. Edgar. Um, Samsung announced new phones this week. Um, the most notable one is the the Galaxy Note. <laughs> no, it's uh, not the most notable one. Oh, I get it. All right, see what I did there. Uh, well, they their previous phone was the Galaxy S10. Wait, don't, what time's your gig? I do need to go. Okay, we need to, we need to wrap this up. We're we're rounding third base. All right. Um, the most interesting one is the Galaxy Z Flip, which is a folding phone. Oh, but wait, they've been trying to do this a bunch. I know. Galaxy Fold. And the Razor is another one. And so it copies the Razor basically in that it looks like an iPhone when it opens up, but then it folds in half down. Why do they there. keep trying to do that? Because it's something new to do. Uh, um, this one is it has a glass screen, though. So it's got a bendable glass screen. That sounds terrible. Um, well, it's better than plastic, and that's the big complaint with the other ones. And that was the fault. That was the big uh, Achilles heel on the Galaxy Fold. But anyway, uh, it's a uh, apparently it's getting pretty good reviews. Um, it comes out this week, um, and it's gotten pretty good reviews. That it, as far as being able to fold, fold your phone in half, it's working pretty well. If iPhone, if iPhone, if Apple made an iPhone that folded, I'd probably get it. Yeah, you're weird. No one wants that. I just said that I want it. So you could buy a Samsung that does that. I know, but I gotta have those blue texts. I just have to. <laughs> you could probably change the color of the text in a Samsung. You can't. You Not can't. It, you, it won't show up on people's iPhones as blue. It'll always well, who, be green. Well, who knows? I mean, who cares about what other people's phones look like? Everyone. 
Nah, I don't care what my texts look like when they show up on your phone. Well, I just want well, your text you, to just be to be blue on my phone. It, right, because you exactly. If if I texted you and it was green, you'd be like, uh, "I'm going to ignore this guy." No, it's not true. Um, it is a little bit true. In it, no, whenever I get texts like that, I assume it's for a gig, so I I always answer unknown like numbers and stuff. Well, I mean, I'll answer it, but I like I'm like. Ugh. Here we go. Android user. No, I look forward to it. Like, Let me man. dumb down my language. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Which is funny because I didn't know what indict meant. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, okay. Other than that, uh, what do I have? Oh, great news. Um, you can disable the autoplay preview feature on Netflix. Okay. Um, you know how when you go on Netflix yeah, and it know. just starts like playing whatever? You can shut that off now. Go into your settings. Mm-hmm. Go to your user profiles, and there's a little checkbox you uncheck. Nice. I'm here uh, doing the Lord's work. So (laughs) happy to help. What else you got? Um, Oh, the Oscars. The only thing I want to say about the Oscars is that Eminem performed Lose Yourself at the Oscars. Did he really? He did. Why? No one knows. He doesn't even know. He's like, yeah, because 18 years ago would have been cool to perform this, but I didn't. And that's it. That's so weird. And apparently, I didn't watch the the um, whole thing, but apparently, um, the crowd was a mix of really hyped and really confused. <laughs> like, yeah, wait, why are you doing this song? That's Eight, so eighteen weird. years later, yeah. Um, and That's then other than so that, uh, Parasite swept. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, although Joaquin Phoenix won Best Actor oh, for right. Joker, and gave a pretty nice speech. Uh, I like his BAFTA speech more. Yeah, but um, this one was also good. It, this one just seemed a little bit more like I don't know if he expected to win. Uh, yeah. It seemed a little more like kind of he was just kind of talking and uh, didn't. It was kind of more scattered than the yeah. first one. It's hard because he can't give the same speech from the BAFTA thing. And I feel like I feel like oh, he could have 100 percent gave him. Oh, I guess speech, he could have. Yeah. You know, um, but, you know, that was his choice because he's probably like, well, this is my one time to give this speech. Here we go. BAFTAs. And he's like, wait, I won again? Oh, shoot. Uh... Right. Um, yeah, no, I uh, I think he did great. And, uh, I mean, I wasn't a huge fan of that movie in particular, but if he's going to win for a movie like that, glad he used his platform to say something positive. Yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, any, any other surprises? No, um, that's... A female, a female composer won Best Composer, which for is great. For Joker, yeah. Yeah, that's great. That is great. Um. Yeah, I think Parasite won everything else. Uh, no, 1917 won Best Visual Effects. All right, because they had to give him something. Right. Because like you guys and, worked really hard, and that movie probably deserved it, honestly, yeah. for Best yes, Visual Effects. Yes, it did. Um, you can't give it to Endgame because those movies are cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> Fancy cartoons. There's no visual effects happening. It's just an animated movie. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like at this point, it's like when 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 you're watching a movie, like there there, I'm sure there's some ratio of like what in the frame can be digital and what has to be real for it to count as a visual effect and mm, not just an animated thing. sequence. <laughs> Right. It's because it's basically like the live action jungle book. Yeah, I bet there's like I bet there the script for Avengers Endgame was probably thirty pages long. And the rest is like they fight, you know? They fight. We'll figure out the sequences later. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um Yeah. Glad to see nineteen seventeen won that. Um uh who won best in cinematography? No. Mm. I feel like it was 1917. Probably, I don't know. Probably. Because that was Roger Deakins and he wins like every year. Oh. 
He's like the it's either him or Emmanuel Lebeski who won for 2020 cinematography. We got Roger Deakins for 1917. Yep, he wins. He he probably has He's probably up there with like most Oscar wins. I'm looking at his picture. This is 100% what I would guess his name would be. Roger Rod- Deakins. Roger he Deakins, looks yeah. like a Roger Deakins. Um, I'm going to look and see who has most Oscar wins. Uh, of ever? Of anyone? Mm-hmm. Who has the most Oscar wins? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with... Um... I think it's Walt. Oh, it's Walt Disney. Oh. He has 22 Oscars. And they don't get, they're not posthumously giving him. Titanic won 17. 17? Mm-hmm. Man, what a bummer to release a movie the same year as Titanic. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Well, Walt Disney holds the record. I bet Roger Deakins is, is close. He wins a lot. Roger Deakins. Oscar. Roger Deakins. Um... All right. Hey, you got anything else? Oh, my goodness. What? Wait, he's only won once? No way. Roger Deakins? Yeah. He's been nominated 14 times, but has only won once. That's so weird. We won one one is what you're thinking of. No, get some beers, peers is what you're thinking of. Wait, um, Roger Deakins? No, Bishop T.D. Jakes is who you're thinking of. Alright. No, Jacob's Ladder is what you're thinking of. Why? Because TD Jake's Jacob Ladder. Jacob's Ladder. Oh, ja- Jake oh, to oh, Jacob's. Oh, 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 oh. Come on, man. Don't do that. Um, uh, Jacob's Ladder. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, a Shepherd's Tone. No, Shepherd's Pie. That's what you're thinking of. <laughs> uh, shepherd's Pie. Um. <laughs> Uh, no, uh, a pilot's license is what you're thinking of. Um, no, a pilot's license. No, a driver's license. Um, mini driver. No, a pile driver. That's what you're thinking of. A, um, a pile driver. Um, a mini driver. A, uh, a pile of bones. No, bag of bones. No, a vagabond is what you're thinking of. No, the lovely bones is what you're thinking of. The book and movie starring Saoirse Ronan and uh, some other guy. No, winter's bone is what you're thinking of. <laughs> winter's bone? Uh, no, knick-knack paddywhack give a dog a bone is what you're thinking of. Um, knick-knack paddywhack give a dog a bone. Uh, 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 Jack Black is who you're thinking of. Jack White is his name. Um, I think you're thinking of Seth Green. <laughs> Seth Green? No, Seth Rogan. No, Joe Rogan. No, Rogaine. <laughs> the hair supplement. Uh, no, Gaines with a Z. It was, it was what you get at the gym. Is what you're thinking of. Uh, um, I need to go. We need to, we need to get this back to Ludacris no, fast. James Bond. No, fun with Dick and Jane. Indicted is what you're thinking <laughs> of. <laughs> um, indicted. Excited mm-hmm. is the word. 
<laughs> excited. Um, uh, no, a trident is what you're thinking of. Mm-hmm. Trident. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, a bicycle is what you're thinking of. <laughs> no, a light cycle from the a, movie Tron Legacy. Is what a light of. bright is what you're thinking of. Light bright. Um, Light bright. No, a magnadoodle is what you're thinking of. Uh, Magneto is his name. <laughs> Magneto. Um, uh, no, a magnet school is what you're thinking of. It's a magnet. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. I, I was, I was like a school of magnets? <laughs> magnet school. Um, mm, school of Rock is the movie you're thinking of. School of Rock. Um, school of Rock. Lord of the Dance. Um, I you're, you're oh, did you use that, that already? Me. Oh, yeah, sorry. But, School um, of Rock. Um, but I stole one from you, so I'll allow it if you want. <laughs> okay. It's no School of Hard Knocks. Uh, is what you're it's of. a Hard Knock Life. Uh, is what you're thinking of. Hard Knock Life. Uh, the specifically the Jay Z song, not the not the Annie song. Not the Annie song. Uh, hard Knock Life. I'm trying to get us back to Ludacris. Uh, hard Rock Cafe. Oh, there it goes. Um, Hard Rock Cafe. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kid Rock is who you're thinking of. Kid Rock. Um, no, Kick Rocks is what you should do. <laughs> um, uh, kick Ball is the name of the game. Kick Ball. No, Get Back. Get Back. You Don't Know Me Like That by <laughs> Ludacris is what you're thinking of. Now you're talking my, my language, language Luda. Luda. <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah, we we'll see it. you next week. See you next week. <laughs>